Hey there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode, I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode 50 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. So today is the part two of the welcome back episodes. And today we're talking about learning, growing, flipping mindsets through the pandemic and lockdown life. And currently, as I'm recording this, we are in our sixth lockdown in this pandemic here in Melbourne, Australia. And I think in the last few weeks, we've hit the most days of anywhere in the world in lockdown. We are currently, I think, in our 10th week, 10th, maybe going into our 11th week of this lockdown, something like that. I lost track of counting. But I really just wanted to share a few things that I have learned, a few tips and tricks I use um, along the way, because it certainly is a roller coaster of emotions, of energy, of Coming in and out of lockdown, it is just, yeah, it is, it is, it is what it is. <laughs> but I just wanted to share some of the things that I've learned through this last 18 months, some of the tools that I still apply now and I'm really, really anchoring into to support me. And um, yeah, some of the lessons that I've learned because there is just so much. And I think even just starting there, like I really want to keep this, this uh, episode anchored into how our intuition can support us, because that's what this is. This podcast is series is about, um, but also about our energy as well, which is something I work a lot with in the work that I do and talk a lot about and love exploring. Um, so I really just want to start by acknowledging how much of external energy that we pick up in the world around us, and this was one of the big things that I really noticed. As we came out of our first lockdown in 2020, I can't even remember when it was. It must have been maybe around June, July. Um, And I can remember doing school drop-off for the first time. And I didn't even get out of the car. I literally drove my kids to my two eldest kids out of three to school. And we did kiss and go. They jumped out of the car, kiss and hug goodbye, watched them walk into school. And I drove off and drove home. And I came home and I was so knackered. I think number one, because all of a sudden we've gone from having these really slow, cruisy mornings before homeschool starts to all of a sudden getting up, getting three kids ready and out of the house by a certain time, which felt like just a total shock. But also I was so aware of feeling the external energy around me even more. Like we are always, always connected to a collective energy But going out of our homes where we have, you know, space and time alone or with our families or just with a small group of people to all of a sudden driving around, all of a sudden there's hundreds of of parents dropping their kids off, there's kids running everywhere, there's school teachers out the front, 
Um, yeah, and then and then driving home, I was just like, oh my god, I almost felt like I needed a nap, just energetically, just really noticing how much of the external world of energy we pick up and. It's really interesting. Um, being an empath and a sensitive myself, I'm I'm always aware of that. But this was like, this was like absolutely one of the most extreme experiences I'd had in terms of really, really noticing just how much we feel of other people's energy, just how much we pick up from our surrounds, and it kind of just made me go, okay, straight back into <laughs> practicing cleansing my energy, setting in energetic boundaries and things like that. And just really being aware of, okay, how am I going to take care of myself through this transition? How am I going to take care of my kids, you know, through this transition? Because all of a sudden they've gone from doing homeschooling on a screen at home for, you know, a few hours a day to back to being around people for six hours a day. And they were tired those first, you know, few weeks. So it was okay. Let's, let's just have really chilled evenings and, Let's not do too many catch-ups outside because we kind of went from one extreme to the other. It was like we're in lockdown to all of a sudden the whole, you know, the whole of our societies opened up again and everyone wants to catch up and see everyone, which is amazing. But at the same time, it's like it was just it was too much. So it just became this, you know, uh, awareness of trying to figure out what felt right and what was the best way to take care of ourselves. So that was one of the biggest first lessons uh, in 2020 that I learned, especially coming out of lockdown. Um, one of the things that my intuition has told me so many times, gosh, if I had a dollar for every time my intuition had told me this, I would have a lot of dollars. <laughs> Basically, um, whenever I got to a space when I was like, I just can't do this. This is so, this is so freaking hard. And I got to that space many times. I will say over the last 18 months, I have my fair share of hitting my bottoms and, just really struggling and trying to figure out how to deal with everyone's emotions in the house and how to, you know, how to keep the kids motivated with school, how to keep myself motivated and going and, you know, finding space and all the things They just became this whole new world of expectations and energies and emotions and things, priorities to juggle. But the one, this one, one piece of advice that kept coming through from my soul and the universe via my intuition every time I would just say thank you for some guidance I really I really need your help right now was personal evolution this is see this as a lesson in your personal evolution how can you see this as an experience to personally evolve and every time I heard that I was like all right what do I need to do? Would kind of pick me back up and just put me into action mode rather than feeling like I was lying on my back, flailing around, like I can't do this, like in this kind of bit of a victim mentality. Um, it got me into this space of, okay, I can be proactive. What do I need to do? What are the lessons that are coming up? What, what's being triggered within me? How can I work through that? You know, what do I need to be aware of right now? What patterns are being uh, surfacing? Like when we go through an experience like this, you know, all the shit comes to the surface, excuse my language, but all of our old patterns, all of our old belief systems, all the stuff that doesn't serve us anymore tends to come to the surface when we get put through a pressure cooker situation like this. So especially when all of a sudden everything changes in our world, we're all of a sudden spending all of our time at home. We're spending more time around our families. We're having to try and figure out how to do work from home. We're trying to figure out how to do homeschooling. 
We're trying to figure out our new boundaries. We're trying to figure out how to, you know, how to keep ourselves feeling good and have, you know, good healthy routines as much as we can. We're trying to figure out how to get space to ourselves. There's just so much going on. It just brings up a whole lot of shit. So for me, I know that, you know, having that lesson brought to my attention and that perspective from my intuition and the universe um, of this is for your personal evolution, it just kind of made me go, okay, I've been put on earth at this time. My soul has signed this contract for me to learn these lessons. This is no mistake that I'm here. I'm here for a reason. And that will kind of just get me, like I mentioned before, into this place of, all right, let's take action. Let's figure out what this pattern is within me that is being triggered right now. Let's figure out how I can work through that and create a new, you know, better, higher serving way of being, a better, higher serving belief, a better, higher serving um, way of being in the world and way of being in this new world. So that really helped me by just connecting with my intuition or just praying and saying, please, and thank you for some guidance right now. I'm really, really struggling. Thank you for your help and just see what drops in. And like I said, that dropped in many, many a time for me over the last 18 months. Um, so then, yeah, it was just, just, just this practice of, okay, figuring out what the trigger is, figuring out how to heal it and how to work through it. I did that in many ways. I did that through talking with my husband. I did it through talking through with friends. I did it through journaling. I did it through pulling oracle cards. I did it through seeing my psychologist, who I've seen many a time in this last 18-month period. Um, there are so many different ways that, you know, we can work on our healing journey. Um, moving my body is such a big one as well. Like moving, moving our bodies for so many reasons, for shifting stagnant energy, for shifting out of a negative mindset. You know, when we exercise and we move, our physiology changes. So we release happy hormones in our brain when we do cardio exercise. And that can be a great way if you're stuck in a rut, in a a negative space, in just this, this real stagnant energy. It's just such an amazing way of getting those, that serotonin and those happy endorphins and hormones rushing through your brain. And it just flushes out the negativity. It kind of puts you into this better mood. You just feel better. Then all of a sudden it's like, okay, when I'm feeling better, it's a bit easier for me to start to find and let creative solutions drop in. And that kind of brings me to my next point that I want to focus on, which is mindset shifts. Um, And this is a big one. I think, especially when, you know, this is, this thing has gone on for 18 months now. So it's, it's a long, long time. For us to be having to adjust our lives and to change and to, you know, really anchor into this new way of living. And um, I want to start with something that's a really simple practice that I've anchored into so much more than I ever have before in my entire life. Um, And that is the really, really simple practice of gratitude. And I think it is a practice that is so underrated but one of the reasons I think it's so powerful, I was reading um, this book early this year, which I haven't finished yet and I'm just about to dive back into, called The Happiness Trap by Russ Harris. And one of the things, it's such an interesting book, um, just learning about how our brains are wired and you just gain this perspective of, oh my gosh, that's why I continue to fall into comparison artists, or that's why I continue to, you know, my brain focuses on the negative things or is trying to find... Um, the things that needs to change. But basically what happens is that our brains are wired from a survival perspective to find the problems in our life and to fix them. 
So that can lead to just focusing on negativity and having this kind of negative mindset of focusing on all the things that are going wrong so that we can change them and we can, you know, survive in this world. So what happens is when we focus on gratitude and what we are thankful for, we flip it. We flip ourselves out of this space of, of um, looking at all the problems to, wow, look what I'm thankful for in my life. So I began at the start of the year, one of my things that I wanted to do this year, I've got this amazing diary. It's the St. Belfort diary, which I've had now, I think this is my third year in a row. Yeah, I've had it for three years and I love it. It's got so many amazing little features in it that um, support you with goal setting. There's a bucket list at the front. There's a self-care menu. There's um, a little habit tracker for each week. There's, it's just so beautifully designed. I feel like it was designed for me because I'm a very big list person. I like to create lists. I like to tick them off. I like to, you know, see where I'm up to create rituals. And this just gives you a beautiful space to do that. Um, and yeah, one of the things that I've been doing in that this year is each day. So there's a week to a double page spread. And in each day, you've got two columns one side I would write my to-do list and on the other side for each day I would just write one thing I was grateful for for that day and I just got into this habit of every single night as soon as the kids went to bed I would just go straight to my diary in the kitchen and I would just think back over my day and go what was one moment that really stood out and honestly if I go back through my diary 95 plus percent of those will be funny things the kids have done or moments with the kids that we've had um they they are the most things that for me that really just bring joy to my heart and just you know in this time where there's so much stress going on in the world and and you know space for anxiety to come in and and just so much negativity it's just those little moments of gratitude um and i just found something every single day to be grateful for and that just became this beautiful space of just flipping what could could have been a really hard day, just searching through and pulling out the gold from that day and just going, wow, look at this amazing moment. And, you know, had we not been in lockdown, we wouldn't have had these beautiful slow mornings and we wouldn't have been able to go scooting in the morning and I wouldn't have been able to have time to make my son his favorite bacon and egg breakfast that he loves occasionally. And, you know, we wouldn't have had time to have those cuddles in the morning and watch a few episodes of Bluey or read a book together or you know, play that game or, you know, the kids wouldn't have the close relationships that they have now had we not been in lockdown. Sure, they fight sometimes, but they have become closer in the most beautiful way. And I've loved watching that. And there are just so many, so many things that we can be grateful for. It can be as simple as I have a roof over my head. I have fresh water every day. I have access to food. I have a loving family. And this also brings me to another mindset shift that I wanted to share with you. Um, there's two more that I wanted to share that have been really powerful ways of thinking about just the, the everyday grind things that we have to do. So the first one is shifting from I have to to I get to. This has been a really big one, especially being a mum at home with three kids my husband's working. I've been doing some work as well, but I'm, you know, the main one um, looking after the kids and doing the things around the house during the week. So for me, it's like, okay, I've got to clean the kitchen. I'm making food and lunches and snacks for the kids all day. I'm doing the washing, all those kind of things. Um, so it's so easy to get into this space of fire out. I have to do all this stuff. There's just constantly things to do. 
But when you say, I get to make food for my kids, I get to do this for my kids, I get to do this for my husband, I get to do this for my family, it totally flips the energy and it leaves you in this empowered space of, I'm so lucky I have this family I get to do these things for. And it kind of makes me think about before I got pregnant with my first son of my three kids and it took a few months to get pregnant and I was just like oh my god like is this gonna happen am I gonna have kids and I just take myself back to that space and I'm like I'm so blessed to have three kids and I know sometimes it can be really hard to sit in that space of feeling blessed and and looking at what you're grateful for and what you get to do and flipping it in that way but words matter and the words that we say to ourselves the words that we use in our sentences have a vibration and they 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 change they energetically change the way that we feel so if we can say i get to rather than i have to that's just such a it's really small practice but it can really change the way that you feel about the things that you're doing and it's the little things each day especially being home you know all the time at the moment it's the tiny little things that make the biggest change when you do them consistently the other mindset change that i wanted to share about is use of the word and and this is one that my psychologist taught me and I freaking love it it's um so an example of this is I didn't sleep well last night I woke up a few times because of anxiety and I'm really really tired and I can find a way to get through today it's 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 allowing there to be space for the polarities to exist together so it's allowing for there to be okay I'm freaking tired And I'm going to find a way to get through today in the best way that I possibly can. Rather than leaving it at I'm freaking tired and just feeling like you're digging a hole for yourself, which is so easy to do. I totally understand that. If you add the word and in and then look at what else can potentially occur. And this, I love this because this just opens up this space um, in our brains. It allows us to become curious and When we just allow our brains to become curious, they just get into action to create solutions and to allow solutions to drop in. And I I love that too, because when we can sit in this curious space of, I wonder how I'll get through today. I'm really tired and I wonder how I'll get through today. It Number one, like I mentioned, it allows our brain to go into this kind of curiosity, searching for a creative solution mode, but it also allows our intuition space to drop in. If we're just focusing on the negative space of how we're feeling if we're tired, I'm exhausted, my body's aching, I don't have the energy to be patient with the kids today, I just, I can't be effed, I just, how am I going to do this? And it's so easy to get stuck in that space. But if we can add simply, and I wonder how I'm going to get through this, it blows my mind every time I do that, how I come up with different ideas. Okay, I'm going to get the kids to make their snacks today um, or I'm going to choose one of my kids and they're going to, that, you know, that child is going to make their morning snack and then I'm going to choose another child and they're going to make the afternoon snack or, you know, I'm going to hand things over to my kids that I wouldn't normally hand over. And that's something I wouldn't normally think of. And I, I pretty much guarantee I wouldn't have thought of it had I stayed in that. I'm exhausted today. I feel so shit, you know, pity party kind of energy, which once again in lockdown, so easy to get into that space. Um, and I think something else that's really important to knowledge too is feeling emotions is feel what's coming up like let yourself process it and rather than like trying to flip yourself from feeling crappy to feeling really good it's something that we can't force we can do all these tools but also 
as well as these tools, we need to let ourselves process the shit emotions that we're feeling. If we are feeling exhausted, if we're feeling rage, if we're feeling anger, if we're feeling frustration, if we're feeling sad, if we're feeling hopelessness, whatever it is, let yourself feel it. Give yourself time. Put your hand on your heart. Take some deep breaths. Journal it out. Get on the spin bike. Do some star jumps. Put on your favorite song. Whatever you need to do to help you shift through that emotion. And then add in those tools of flipping the mindset. Because if we're stuck in that energy and that, that emotion is overwhelming us internally, it's really hard. It almost becomes this, oh, I'm pretending I'm in a better mood. And we don't want to pretend that. You want to actually shift into that. And the way to shift gears into that different state of being and into that more peaceful, flowing space, flowing with life rather than resisting it, is the gateway to that is feeling sitting and processing and feeling your emotions and it kind of creates this bit of a you know a bit of a a bit of a step-by-step process which I will go through with you at the end which is the tool for today so um the last thing that I wanted to talk about is about boundaries and this became really interesting going into lockdowns it was like all right what are the new boundaries going to be <laughs> how are we going to do this when everyone's home all the time um there were, there was a space of maybe three or four months last year where my husband was home he wasn't working because he, he couldn't with covid and, and all that stuff so all five of us were home all the time so we had to come up with some new boundaries because it's still a lot to spend all day 24 7 around everyone so We just had to come up with some different boundaries of, okay, how are we going to do this so we all get some space, so we all get some, you know, some some time to breathe and to to have some time out. So we were taking in turns, you know, taking the kids for exercise. Um, We have, you may or may not have seen on my Instagram page, but we have, um, I have my own office space that's separate to the house. So it's a, it used to be this enormous shed that we converted into a double office before we had my third baby. So we've had it for probably about three and a half years now. And it has saved us through lockdown. Basically, um, it's insulated, so it's it's not quite soundproof, but you don't really hear much when you're in here. So for me, being a sensitive, being someone who is very sensitive to just constant noise, and I think all of us are, I think this has made us realize how, you know, maybe people didn't realize how sensitive they were. If they are sensitive, now you probably will know, especially if you listen to this podcast, Um Yeah, just hearing so much noise all the time became so overwhelming to my inner world. It was like, okay, I would use my noise cancelling headphones sometimes inside. But then I was like, I just need a break. Like I need, I need silence. I need to not parent for a while. So my youngest, he still naps. So we have this thing called family nap time or family rest time. So whenever he goes down for a nap, the whole house has some chill out, some yin time, which is something that I'm really big on teaching my kids to have some yin time or some relaxed time, some downtime each day. Because I feel like we live in a society that's like, go, 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 go. You don't really schedule in time for stopping. You just keep going. There's so much to be done. You just keep going and going and going. We all know that leads to burnout and that is not a productive way of living. I know I've been there many times. So one of my big lessons for the kids that I'm, I'm really wanting to teach them is to have downtime each day. So as my youngest naps, my two eldest kids, who are eight and six now, they will um, go and read books in their rooms. They might go into the same room and play a board game. They're really big into drawing at the moment and being creative. So they just go in there and they they take whatever they need in. They have some quiet time. My hubby and I do like a meditation or 
maybe watch something on TV. Most of the time, I will come out into my office. I on my yoga mat, one of my yoga mats um, that I use. I just lie down a whole lot of pillows. I have my sleeping bag. I jump in my sleeping bag with my noise cancelling headphones on. I lock the door and I close my eyes and I feel like I'm in another world. So for me, having that boundary of okay, mum's going out into the office. She's not coming back into the end of rest time. Everyone just, you know, have their rest time. That has been a lifesaver. And, you know, there are many different ways that you can do that. It might be maybe your kids don't nap anymore. So maybe they just have a little bit of playtime and downtime. So maybe you have them down one end of the house and you go down the other end of the house with your noise cancelling headphones on and you put some music on or you watch a show or you do a bit of a meditation or you put the kids in front of a show or a movie or something for half hour, 45 minutes. There's so many different ways that you can create those boundaries give kids some power back and say to them okay you guys have got half an hour to do whatever you want down the center of the house or you know make make it fun for them rather than like this chore that has to happen so i've tried to have it that way with the kids is you know teaching them that this is this is relaxed time we've done a lot of stuff today you know this morning now we're going to balance it out with a little bit of relaxation time here's a few options sometimes i'll just be like go into your rooms and find something and they'll be like i'm i don't know what to do i'm bored i'm bored and i'm like awesome when you guys are bored you guys come up with the best games or the best ideas or you'll find a toy you haven't played with for ages which will be exciting or you'll draw something you know um, or create something so I feel like being bored is such an amazing space for them to tune into their intuition and let it drop in I always just say to them just sit and just close your eyes and ask yourself what's going to be really fun or what's going to be beneficial for me to do right now for my highest good and I just let them have some space and pretty quickly they come up with an idea which is awesome so it gives them space to 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 use their intuition it gives them space to start to listen to that voice within and start to really um, start to understand what they need, which is, which is another amazing tool of what do I need right now? And this is a question that I came across not that long ago, to be honest. And it's so powerful, literally asking yourself in the moment, what do I need right now? And it's really interesting. Sometimes I sit there and I'm like, I actually don't know what I need right now. So it's been this really nice way of exploring How do I know what I need right now? You know, what arena needs some loving support? Is it my mental? Is it my emotional? Is it my physical? Is it my energetic? And once I figured out which arena it is, what self-care tool will help me? Do I need a hug from someone? Do I need to journal and get some crap out of my head because I'm just going around in circles and stuck in this loop of negativity? Do I need to do some gratitude journaling? Do I need to go and have a nap? Am I just tired and just, just wired and not feeling great and a nap will refresh me? Do I need to go and have some water and some nourishing food? Do I need to stay away from the sugar? You know, do I need to go and do a meditation with my crystals to help rebalance my energy? Do I need to use my essential oils? Do I need to move my body? There's just so many things that we can do. And just asking that question of what do I need right now is so powerful. So coming to the end of this episode, I always share with you guys a tip. And I think the main tip when we look at today's episode is just this little series of of tools so that you can bring yourself back to a grounded space so you can figure out what it is you need and put that into place. So I think the first thing is acknowledging where you're at. So acknowledging, has an old pattern been triggered? Is there an old belief coming up that doesn't serve you anymore that's that's creating friction in your inner or outer world? Um, And what is it? How are you feeling right now? Acknowledging just what's going on right now, stopping feeling into your inner world. How am I feeling right now? 
Am I getting agitated at everyone around me? Maybe I need some space. Am I feeling some big stuff that I just need, you know, a little bit of time to process? What's going on for me right now? And then it's creating some space. So you can actually use the, um, in the free resources section of my website, there's a four-step process that I use for igniting your intuition. You can use those four steps for this. It's essentially what I'm taking you through. So number one is acknowledging. Number two is creating space. Creating space to figure out what it is that you need and then to put it into action. So once you've created the space, after you've acknowledged and you're like, okay, this is what I actually need, create space to sit within yourself and figure out what's going on. You can um, you can then go to your intuition and just say, thank you for some guidance for my highest good right now. You know, what self-care tool is it in my highest good for me to practice right now? And see what drops in and then trust it. Just trust it and go and do it. Try to have as little time possible between receiving the guidance and doing it and actually placing action because the more space we have in there, the more time our ego's got to throw us off track. So try and receive the guidance and then go and do it. And step three is trusting and step four is taking action. So you can see how those four steps play into it. So yeah, allowing yourself to just sit and acknowledge how you're feeling, what's going on for you right now, what's being triggered, what's, you know, what do you need right now? Allowing yourself to create some space to sit and ask those questions and also to ask the next question of what do I need right now? And for my highest good, what do I need? And then once you receive that guidance, trusting it, trust it, take action on it, step four as quickly as possible after you hear it and just allowing yourself to use that little framework as a bit of guidance. Um, I feel like it's really nice when we're in a world where so much is changing all the time. We're coming in and out of lockdowns. Who knows what's happening? You know, there's a second strain, this Delta strain of the virus, which is different now. So, you know, lockdowns are different. The world's responding differently. Everything's changed. It's not the same COVID it was last year. So it's like things are continually evolving all the time and changing. So if we can have a framework to anchor into and help us stay grounded, that is such an amazing thing because really... Our groundedness comes from within us. It's not from external. It's not from, you know, making sure everything else in our external world is perfect and then we'll feel grounded. It has to come from inside. It has to come from this space of, okay, this is how I'm going to support myself. This is the framework I'm going to use. This is the tools I'm going to anchor into every day. I'm going to create a ritual. This is going to be my schedule for the day. It's creating those practices that help you feel grounded or having a framework to live by that is like an internal framework that you can use to support yourself and using that as your anchor. Because when we have our anchor attached to something external to us, it can always move. It can always be shifted. Whereas if it's within us and we and we anchor into regular practices and we have our anchor for groundedness, for peace, for for doing the work within us, then you know we have control over that and we can take our power back and we can use our power to take that action and look after ourselves. So I hope today's episode has served you. I am sending you so much love wherever you are in the world, whatever is happening for you right now. Sending you massive love and hugs. Um, As always, if you have any questions that you would like answered on the podcast, any topics, please send me an email at info at stephdemetrius.com or come and find me on Instagram and send me a DM. My handle is at stephdemetrius. Now I did mention in the last episode that I've got a few exciting things in creative mode in the background here. 
at SDHQ that I'm so excited to share with you. One of them I will share with you is um, an ebook that is coming out. This is going to be my second ebook. And this second ebook is called Five Easy Ways to Build Trust in Your Intuitive Connection. I'm sharing with you my five top practices that I use when I'm feeling like I'm not trusting in my intuition. I'm doubting it. I'm feeling overwhelmed and scattered and ungrounded. These five practices anchor me straight back into a space where I can hear my intuition. I can sense it. I can connect with it a a whole lot more easily, so much more easily. And these are tools that I've used for many, many years. So I really can't wait to share that with you. That will hopefully be up later this week. So if you are listening to this, this episode goes live on Monday, the 11th of October, 2021. So by about the 15th, it should be live. (laughs) Hopefully it will be up by then. Um, If not, it will be up by the next week, but it's coming out very soon. I can't wait to share it with you because it's such a, such a powerful, simple ebook of really easy practices and helps you bust through the blocks that are stopping you from putting those practices into your schedules, into your daily routines and having them as part of your world to create an easier, stronger connection with your intuition. So um, keep an eye out for that soon. And there is another big announcement I've got coming that will probably be a few more weeks away still. There's a whole lot that's still falling into place without the pieces of the puzzle are still making their way in, but um, they will come out really soon. And I'm so excited to share that with you. So keep your ears out in the podcast episodes coming up and also on Instagram if you follow me at Steph Demetrius. Also, if you're on my email list, you will be first to hear about all this stuff too. So you can jump on my mailing list at my on my website, um, stephdemetrius.com, and you'll receive um, my other ebook as well when you sign up to that, which is the 30-Day Self-Care Challenge, which if you are stuck in lockdown still or you're feeling ungrounded, that's an amazing book to help you get grounded and to help you create lasting practices. And um, yeah, support yourself with some beautiful self-care to top your cup up. But I'm sending you lots of love and I hope you have a great week and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for being here today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would absolutely love it if you're enjoying this podcast series to head on over and give this podcast a five-star rating and write a review so that more beautiful souls can find this podcast and feel inspired too. If you have any questions you would like answered on the podcast, feel free to email me at info at and I will answer those questions in upcoming episodes. If you are after more support and guidance with intuition, I have free resources and I am taking one-on-one sessions again online and in person. So you can head on over to www.stephdemetrius.com and have a look there and I look forward to connecting with you soon. I will see you next week.